Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand. They missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbomb. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at Hugh savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Now, Bob Stauffer in the 630 Ched Studios. It is an off day for the Edmonton Oilers, who returned to action Sunday afternoon against Florida. Tickets are available at edmontonoilers.com. Oilers coming off the heels of a thrilling come-from-behind victory against uh, maybe... Well, top five team in the NHL, that's for sure. And I would assert to you probably the Oilers' uh, most entertaining and best game of the season as they rally against the Washington Capitals. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up on today's show, a complete review of last night's hockey game. Uh, full disclosure, we got Elliot Friedman coming up for the River Cree Resort and Casino. Elliot is at the Heritage Classic in the wonderful city of Regina, Saskatchewan. And uh, so we pre-taped it because he's at a presser right now as we speak. Uh, and then at uh, 105 today... For Horse Racing Alberta, Mark Spector will be joining us. 135, we'll get to your text, tweets, those sort of things. We don't do, does anybody do email anymore? Uh, I don't know. I'm, who knows? Anyhow, here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Enjoy the new smoke-friendly expansion embers at river cree resort and casino excitement bet on it you can text us at 6 30 6 30 on the ashley fine floors text line we're on twitter at Oilers now you can tweet me personally bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet brendan with uh, two e's in brendan and two t's in escott at brendan escott so brendan you were in rogers place last night that was uh, quite a third period they showed something they did they showed some juice 
And they, pretty well everybody afterwards was saying how resilient this group is. It's a different mindset. Yeah, and they're still not getting anything out of their bottom six forwards. But just when you're thinking, you know, Connor McDavid, he's, he's fighting. I had guys tweeting at me during the second intermission and uh, hopped on the, the text. Like, people were like, what's going on with... The, then he just went supersonic gin and tonic in the third period, man. It was unreal. And great players can do that, but that was off the charts in the third because you're doing that against a really good hockey club, head-to-head against some of the best players in the world. I mean, you can assert Crosby, Ovechkin, McDavid. They're the three superstars. Is there another guy working his way into the mix here right in front of us? I mean, last year, Leon Dreisaitl was second in the NHL in goals with 50. Well, you know what? It was a kicker of a night. We're going to got a lot to discuss here. Again, you can text us at any time on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 630-630. Straight off, Italy Oilers now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Jack Michaels with the call. Well, one team is off to its best start in 13 years at home. One team is off to its best start ever on the road. One team has pretty much consensus the league's best player. And one team might have the greatest goal scorer of all time. Went off the fallen linesman, and the Oilers take advantage of the break. McDavid, one timer to save, made off the rush on James Deal by Holtby. Center ice drive, subtle three on two. Left wing to the activating nurse. Centering pass to Deflected home, and Darnell Nurse will get credit for the goal. Edmonton goes on top, one to nothing. Off the draw, quick fire score. Jacob Brana to Oshie. Left side, Siegenthal had his shot tipped in, and it's Alexander Ovechkin, I believe. Brana, back door, Ovechkin open, shoots and scores. Top right corner, off the draw, Benning to Cassian, a strike to McDavid, over to Dreisaitl, wrist shot, score! And they've got something going right now. Dreisaitl buries it. It's 3-2. Let's give some credit to Zach Cassian because he dissected through on the outlet pass through two sets of sticks, and then McDavid threads it across, and Dreisaitl with an elite-level finish. So the 50 goal scorers from last year have come through. It's Ovechkin trying to hunt the puck down, but Bears able to hold on to it. Wrapped around in front, Neil centers. What time is score? Well, that was a kicker, man. That was a heck of a hockey game. And lots going on. And Dave Tippett says the Oilers stuck around long enough to uh, get the win. We felt like we were playing all right. We were down 3-1. We made a couple mistakes. But we felt like we were playing all right. So we, we just said, let's stick with it in the third period. And we kind of got some momentum and got rolling. And uh, we got that first one. And we felt like we were, we were in the game, you know. So our big guys kind of took over there. And ended up with a win, so it's, I mean, not scoring for a couple of games. I thought we played well the Winnipeg game, the Minnesota game, we didn't play very well at all, and that was, uh, I just felt like our team had, 
was dragging that day. There was no energy in the group, but we had a day off yesterday, and I really, the guys came back hard tonight, and uh, against a good team, we played well. Another quiet night from several of the Oilers' bottom six forwards, a multitude of whom played less than 10 minutes in last night's hockey game. Of course, today, an off day. The Oilers returning to action Sunday. They'll practice tomorrow, which meant that Tippett could ride the whip a bit with his top horses. Uh, but Tippett said he likes the bottom six, but at some point they need to score. Yeah, it's a concern. It's a concern. Without it, I mean, we're uh, those guys are working hard, and we're... There's lots of talk going in amongst our group here of trying to find ways to uh, improve our offensive game. But I like their work ethic. I like their penalty kill. But, you know, at some point we've got to start chipping in there a little bit too. All right. Uh, I mentioned, does anybody use email anymore? What was the song? Was it Super Tramp? I'm trying to think. Uh, does anybody? Anyways, I'm trying to remember. Uh, Val from the high desert of northeast Colorado has emailed me through the globalnews.ca account. Bob, does anybody do email anymore? Question mark. Seriously. There you go. Uh, again, you can text us at 630-630 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. So the order's uh, bottom six. Brendan, here's the thing. Like, it's a win. The team's 8-2-1. and one. There's a lot of positives going on. But you know what? You're always looking to get better and improve. I know there's a plan for Kyler Yamamoto, and the plan is maybe for him to play half a season down on the minors and not to accelerate the process of getting him back up here. But when you're getting nothing out of a bunch of guys, uh, and some of them are killing penalties, so they're doing a good job killing penalties, but you know who's killing penalties down on the minors? Kyler Yamamoto. At some point, do you have to, you know, like they got six games in the next two weeks here, the uh, Condors. At some point, do you maybe have to reevaluate that line of thinking if you're not getting anything? I, to me, Bob, the main issue with the lack of scoring, and believe me, the bottom six came into that last game with combined zero points. Zero. That's hard to do. It, that's ridiculous to me, but I, I, in my opinion, it's because they don't have a single like offensive threat. There's no playmakers in that bottom six. There's nobody who can get it done. I don't know if Yamamoto's necessarily the guy to start fueling that. I think Benson's skill set, if he is ready at some point this season, is probably a better fit for what they need in that capacity. But if Yamamoto can go and, and do a job, and we know he's got a little bit of offensive grit, I don't mind that idea either, but the, something has to change. The issue for Benson is Yamamoto for five of the six games has been the best player. And Benson has been tepid to start the season. Um, I do believe that Edmonton's eight two and one right now. Uh, what? I don't forget, how do you pronounce the guy's name from the Athletic? Is it Lecision? Uh, anyways, Dom. We had him on last year, and I butchered his his name as only I could. And uh, the orders are now. He's got him thirteenth for a playoff spot. And he's got this statistical thing. And so the orders are, you know, you have an 8 2 and one start. It puts you in good position. I'm going to hazard a guess that if the Edmonton orders are in it and maybe Connor and Leon and the goaltending, let's not forget the goaltending because it's been terrific, the penalty killing, which blew an assignment last night, the Archibald group uh, left Ovechkin wide open on a back door. No chance at that. That's the... <laughs> Maybe the greatest goal score in the history of the game when you factor in error-adjusted scoring uh, on a, the Ovechkin third goal. But they've got improved special teams. The, the goaltending's way better, and they've got two guys that are just bringing it for the most part, night after night after night. If the orders are sitting there, you know, in the top eight spot come February first, I'd be, you know, we're Nygaard's going to be back in the mix here probably in the next two weeks. 
Okay, so that's one guy that's going to play in the bottom six. Uh, I could see, for let's say for the sake of argument, one of Yamamoto or Benson coming up by the new year. So that's two guys. So basically, Ken Holland's going to have to probably go out and find a center. And maybe there will be some teams that are fall out of it at that point. Might be easier to acquire. Following last night's game, as we go back into our Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work, where Dave Tippett said uh, this is what he learned about his team with the victory against Washington. Well, just we're resilient. We stay with it. I think that's one of the biggest things we've talked about since since the start of the year. We have a way that we want to play, and we have to stay with it. Even, you know, we're, like I say, I, we were down 3-1. I thought we were playing well. You know, so uh, you got to stay with it. It's just we have a saying on the bench or where just stay with the game. Let's stay with it. See what happens here, and, and uh, don't get flustered. You just kind of go about your business, and you make sure you're doing the things right that we want to try to do, and we'll see if we can get the result. And so far, it's, it's worked out for us. So the line of McDavid, Drysaddle, and Cassian combined for eight points in last night's game. Here's Connor McDavid on beating a veteran Washington team. Yeah, they're they're a veteran team and they know how to win games. Um, you know, they they clog it up. They they you know they know how to hold on to leads. They're comfortable playing in one goal games, and you know they showed it tonight. Um, no credit to us for for sticking with it and not not folding and um, you know, battling back. And from Leon Drysaddle's perspective, he believes the Oilers played well enough to mount the comeback. Yeah, Koski was was big in that. Absolutely. Um, but even in the second, I didn't think we were that bad. Eh? Um, you know, obviously they scored one on the power play. Um, you know, that's a pretty decent goal scorer over there. So um, he's gonna he's gonna put those in. But um, you know, it's more about you know coming back in this game. Like that's that's a really good team over there. Uh, they're gonna be in the playoffs, and um, you know we we beat a very good team. So um, I'm proud of proud of the guys. Zach Cassian, you heard Connor McDavid or uh, Leon Drysettle reference the goaltending right It'll start of that clip. Here's Cassian on the great goaltending Edmonton's received this year. Yeah, he's been great. Both goalies have been great for us this year. We feel as a team that uh, there's no number one or number two. They're both A and A, A one and A two. Uh, we're going to need that to continue, and uh, it's a big win tonight. But we got to get ready now for for Florida. And Cassian, and I guess this is ultimately the question that most fans are asking. Is this a different team than last year's team? 8-2-1 and one in the first 11 games. You can text us. Tell me. Are they just running great goaltending, hot special teams, and terrific play from their top two players? Or is there something about this group that's different? You tell me. Text me at 630-630 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Zach Cassian says, in his opinion, there's a different feeling with this year's group. We're a hard-working, resilient group. I think if we're down a few goals, we, we don't quit. Uh, it helps, too, uh, with the arena, obviously. There's a lot of energy tonight, which which helped us. Um, brand new brand new management all the way down to coaching staff. Uh, players have a different mindset this year, and I think we're proving that. There you go. Do you buy that, Brendan? Absolutely. Especially just even being in the room now. They haven't lost at home yet, so that's going to taint right. things a little bit. But being in that room afterwards is very different this year compared to last. And see, that's because well, I'm doing the post game show. And by the time, you know, and just so everybody knows how it works here. So, you know, we do the post game show, the network post game show lasts about 15 minutes. Then we got to race down and on the road and get to the bus. By the time we're on the plane, Okay, the players have usually decompressed at that point, and there's clear separation. Like we're not sitting there asking the guys on the plane, "Hey, geez, Connor, how do you think it went tonight?" Right? Like there's 
They sit in a certain part of the plane. We kind of sit in the middle, and the coaches and the managers sit at the front. There's a little bit of, you know, conversation depending upon the game uh, between management coaches sometimes and the media guys. But the players, you're supposed to respect things. And and the other thing is it's just like injury reporting. Like, uh, it's never going to happen. Right, that's all there is to it. I don't even turn around to see who's getting iced up or whatever. But I will say this, uh, and it's interesting that because you're also down there at the end of the first period as well uh, to do our uh, interview at the end of the first period and post game. Which, by the way, you've been a good addition to our team. Appreciate it. Whoever came up with that idea was really smart. <laughs> uh, I mean, you were doing it for the Eskimos. Why the heck wouldn't we have you do it for the, the hockey uh, for the Oilers? But um, you know, anyhow. There, to me, there's a different sense. But they're 8-2-1, and one, right? Exactly. And again, they haven't lost at home. But I'm talking training staff. I'm talking team doctors. I'm talking media representation for this team. It, it, it's, it's very different, as Cassian mentioned in that clip, right from the top down. Even seeing Ken Holland up in the press box with us during the game is something that we didn't see last year with with Shirelli, for example. So. Yeah, well, he was on the other side. There's a separate bunker that's on the other side, and he opted to deploy that. And uh, Holland wants to sit and talk to the pro scouts, and that's part of him gathering information and, and frankly, being more accessible as well. So... So they've got an 8-2-1 and one start. They've got Florida coming in, who have got a 4-2-4 and four record so far. Uh, Sergei Bobrovsky, who's not always played his best games historically against Edmonton, but uh, Florida has played well in Edmonton the last couple of years, so keep that in mind. 12-23 in Edmonton, and they had a score fest last night down in Calgary. Six goals in the third period. Wetters, though, big win. We'll get to some of your texts, and when we come back, we're going to go into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. It's 12-23 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30 Chad. All right, uh, let's get to some text. We're going to push back uh, Elite Promotional Marketing's NHL today until after we do our Elliot Friedman conversation. Fred has texted the show to say, Bob, Mike Smith, the goalie whisperer, got Devin Dubnik going the right way, got David Riddick going the right way in Calgary. Is already helping Miko Koskinen. What's different about this year's team? Again, you can text us at 6.30, 6.30. Uh, Bob, the orders have replaced an anchor with a motor, and lo and behold, the ship is sailing a little bit smoother. The early success is here to stay uh, this season. Alex in Lethbridge says, uh, Bob, zero chance... Zero chance the 17-18 or 18-19 orders come back in that game. The goaltending would have allowed the fourth goal, and the bench would have uh, deflated like a balloon at four-year-old's birthday party. This is a different team. Again, you can text us at 630-630. No doubt this team is much more structured under Tippett. Goaltending wins games along with your two stars. Bear has been a wonderful surprise. We definitely need some offensive help to uh, step up from our bottom six to squeeze out some points in future tight games like we had against the Winnipeg Jets. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at orders now. Uh, Bob, this team is playing with more confidence. Not sure why, but it's great to see. Show me an NHL roster that has no holes. There's not many. That one comes to us from David out of Edmonton. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Um, uh, Phil says it's very simple. 
The Oilers are awake. Uh, Mo out of Edmonton says, does Koskinen's early uh, performance look more favorable uh, favorably on PC's last contract before he was fired? Bob, a reminder that uh, the text out of Edmonton says Hitchcock was 9-1-1 one one in his first 12 games. Well, that adds up to 11 games. I think he was 9-2-1 in his first 12 games, for the record. Um... Uh, Regarding Ethan Bear, at what point do we add this to the overall picture of Peter Shirelli's tenure here? Fair comment. Zach Cassian was a Shirelli trade. The McDavid and Dreisaitl contracts were Shirelli contracts. Koskinen, I mean, he split in the KHL. He's a, I think he's a pretty good goaltender if you don't gas him. He started 26 out of 29 games down the stretch last year. We talked about it all summer. You know, he got fatigued. Right now, they got two goaltenders that can play. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and we'll hook up with Elliot Friedman, who's in Regina at the Heritage Classic. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.